Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the OC Bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches. <laughs> bitches, bitches, bitches. Today we're season two, episode 14, The Rainy Day Women. The best episode, not only of the OC, but ever in television history. According to some people, uh, <laughs> that was a quote that I found. Lee Palmieri from Leah? Decider, a journalist. I don't know if you know her or not. I don't know her personally, but I'm, f I'm familiar with Decider. And obviously, <laughs> I'm now a big fan of theirs. <laughs> and everyone who, if you hear that voice, you might actually recognize it now oh. since it is his third third time here with us. Am I the first three-peat? The trifecta. Yeah, you're the first three-peat. Nice studio you guys got here. Does it, is, it, is it reminiscent a little bit? It's reminiscent. I walked <laughs> in, I'm like, that is not the backing, <laughs> but good enough. Close <laughs> enough. It's close enough. It's good enough. That's all you can ask for in yeah. Hollywood. Well, thanks I, for having me back, guys. Very excited to be here. Thanks, thanks. for coming out to the yeah. Deep Valley today in this fine afternoon. It's my pleasure. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought we were in Malibu. Yeah. I mean, the OC. Newport. Yeah. <laughs> Newport. <laughs> all we're missing is Seth's boat saying, give me sex. They give me sex. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into, we'll all, get that into today. all that I actually really enjoyed this episode. So, the rainy day women. Yes. It definitely, um, in my, of course, research, it is one of the favorites if not the favorite of quite a few people. And I'm curious, first of all, the title. How did the title come <laughs> to be? <laughs> what came first? The Spider-Man kiss, the idea of rain, the Bob Dylan song? I think, I mean, I had basically, uh, I just had, uh, I didn't have much. I just had this idea <laughs> that I just really wanted it to rain in Newport Beach. I just thought, I again, being an East Coaster, coming out to California, SoCal for college, as I've talked about, uh, I was stunned to see how people reacted when it rained <laughs> in Southern California. It wasn't just an urban legend. It really is no, true. No, I would literally be like, they're covering this on the news. Like it is like <laughs> war breaking out in Ukraine. They're like, it is raining in Los Angeles. Like people were all, it, it would, and no one could drive and people would freak out. No one wanted to leave their house. I was like, what are we doing here? It's just rain. <laughs> it's a so, big deal. It's a big deal. So wanted to make it rain um, and... Not throw money. That too, but uh, <laughs> that was when we went to Vegas. But I wanted to make it rain <laughs> and I just had this other like really goofy idea that somehow Seth needed to be hanging upside down <laughs> in a Spider-Man mask in the rain, kissing Summer by the end of the episode. <laughs> How that was going to happen, <laughs> you know, whether we fully... <laughs> achieve that in terms of like he's up he doesn't have an, an umbrella he looks goofy <laughs> in a hat right. it's his protective rain gear is the is the spider-man mask the satellite's out <laughs> he brings a rope to the roof i mean yeah. you know. he's a sailor huh he's yeah, a sailor he has a, kid, a, rope. It was a good slip knot yep. whatever they do yeah, that. that's, that's true. Is, so is. the incubation 
was that was been, it. it was sitting in your mind for a while yeah, from the start it. of the OC. Yeah, start yeah. It's probably it was an idea that was kicking around. Again, not a lot more than that. Right. And then <laughs> uh it fell upon all of our really talented writers to help uh, give, you know, a, a reason for this to, you know, and, and, and just what are we going to do it, besides, you know, it's raining. That's right. just not quite enough for an episode, <laughs> believe it or not. Although it, it does end up kind of impacting multiple stories in yeah. very credible ways. And, um, and, <clears throat> and I will be honest that when I was here the last time, uh, to talk about the season one finale, yeah. Uh, that is an episode, as I spoke about, it has like a very emotional kind of feeling, just very nostalgic. There's some stuff going on in my personal life. I just didn't feel like emotionally capable of watching that episode and uh, rewatching that episode. And I was like, well, I'll remember. Then I came in here and you were like breaking it down beat by beat. And I was like, ah, crap. I'm really <laughs> You're not like, prepared. who's Ryan? <laughs> yeah, not quite. But that, but uh, I was playing the role of Rachel that week. But um <laughs> But this week, I watched it. I have not watched this episode in 15, 16 years since it aired. Really? Wow. And, uh, and I'm usually very critical, self-critical, self-loathing. Uh, I enjoyed myself. You I did. Really, I did. You were, you were uh, live texting me thought, as you were watching it. I thought it was, it was delightful. <laughs> it made me laugh. And, uh, and I enjoyed it. So I'm excited to be here and to talk about nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, we're happy that you're here to do so. I actually, I, like I said, I really enjoyed this episode. And was it like a... A pivotal episode? It was. was it airing at a certain time or what was the deal? Yeah. I mean, it's episode 14. So, you know, traditionally, uh, the way network television would work, you get your your 13 episodes, you get your back nine. This was like one of our shortest seasons. We only did 22 episodes in season <laughs> two. Um, but, um, but this was kind of also an episode that was built to, to wrap up some storylines. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's sort of the end of the Lindsay storyline, end of the Zach storyline. I gotta say, I found... This is the end of the Zach storyline? Well, not the end of the Zach storyline, but like the... Tap the brakes. You're okay. <laughs> I love him. The culmination. She doesn't remember. She really doesn't no. remember. No, but it's great because I'm watching, I'm rewatching yeah. them as everyone else is. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm going along. It's like you weren't even there the it's first like I, time So around. I have no spoilers because I don't, I don't you know, know anything. Right. You know nothing. Right. Um, and also the... Wait till you get to the end of season three. Have I got a surprise for you? <laughs> The Sandy, the Sandy Rebecca storyline. Yep. That That's another one. That was of that. That was a polarizing storyline. Mm -hmm. I've had uh, many issues with this, we'll, that storyline. We'll get well, into let's that. talk about it. Well, yeah. We, yeah, we right. will, yeah. That was, uh, that was the third rail of the show that we were like, everybody says you can't mess with, as Julie says, can't mess with, you know, you're Sandy and Kirsten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The moral mm -hmm. epicenter of the, the show. The moral epicenter. Yeah. Yeah. The, this, well, well, we'll, we'll get into, uh, yeah. there's so many self-referential things. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, from... When Summer says, Seth, are you here to actually advance the plot? Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very uh -huh. meta. Very meta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it's the the rainy day women means so much. It's the, it, it reflects the mood of everyone. Everyone's melting down. Mm -hmm. The only person who seems to be, uh, relationships are ending. Uh, people are leaving. It's, it's a flood. Wrapping up. It's a flood of emotions. <laughs> right. There's all these yeah. storylines are wrapping up. People mm -hmm. are leaving. The only person seems to be in a decent place actually is Marissa for once. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we haven't had you here since the Alex and Marissa storyline. Yeah. yeah. Anything? No. I mean, we talked about. I mean, I think I talked about when we when we were talking about the pilot that Olivia Wilde had read mm -hmm. for the role of Marissa, and it came down to Misha and Olivia, and uh, and we just fell in love with Olivia, and we were like desperate to figure out how to get her on the show and so created the role of Alex for her and she's awesome. Awesome. She's great. Yeah. She's great. Had chemistry with everybody. Had chemistry with yeah. Seth and those scenes. Chemistry you put with her Marissa. anywhere. Yeah. She was just, she was really good. Uh-huh. 
I noticed that quite a few comments um, that I discovered were that one of the reasons that people love this show is that it was so satisfying. It had so many great, it wrapped up the storylines and it was also, you know, we've been going along, like you said, the first part of the season. So now we, we're at the half. It marks mm-hmm. the halfway point. A little past the halfway point. But just yeah, past, and yeah. then we're going to get into, um, and, it, and, and those. Because Trey's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've got, yes, he is. And we've got that Carter coming and we've got, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. Who's Carter? <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's me, but my yeah. evil twin. <laughs> but no, there's some, there's so many things that were so satisfying. And there's so, so many iconic. Obviously, you t- talked about the Spider Man kiss, but then there's the kiss with um, Marissa and Alex mm-hmm. those, and these cigar scenes, these little yeah. tidbits that just, I think. We brought back the summer breeze. Right. Well, right. So let's get into it. Formerly known as the summer Formerly breeze. FKA. Yeah. FKA. Um, yeah, well, let's read the synopsis. Summer can't fight it anymore. Seth is the one. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is surprised when Lindsay finds out she's Caleb's daughter, yet makes a difficult decision. Marissa's relationship changes its course when she moves in with Alex. That was a short synopsis. That was a no short, mention of Sandy and Kirsten. Sandy, yeah. Or, yeah. That's, a pretty, that's a pretty big thing that happens. Also, the Sandy, Kirsten, Rebecca triangle mm-hmm. comes to a... A soggy conclusion. <laughs> soggy, a soggy conclusion. Directed by Michael Fresco, favorite Love of the Fresco. show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he was great. I really remember liking him. Written by. <laughs> it's great that you have a memory. Josh Schwartz. Do you know? We've tried to reach out to Michael Fresco. I thought you were going to say, "Do you know Josh Schwartz?" Because we've tried to reach out to him. <laughs> he's, like, not nope. av- he's not available. He's yeah, we not available. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I remember Michael Fresco. I believe his brother is a super talented comedy writer, and Michael kind of moved back and forth between comedy and drama, and. Didn't he have like a farm in like upstate Washington? Like you're asking me. Or, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, or or he lived on like a remote part in the Pacific Northwest. He had a little something. That, so anyway, this episode opens first of all with blind melons, no rain. So yeah. it's raining in the OC. Yeah. So that was the other idea. It was like it's got to open with blind melons, no rain. Well, how hard was it to get that song? It wasn't hard. Oh. Really? It Just... wasn't. I don't remember it being hard was written in the script, wasn't hard. It actually opens the first voice you hear of like, it's raining in Orange County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is uh, either Kevin or Bean. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. right. Who I, were VJs for K-Rock. K-Rock. Who were like iconic, who yes. had us on the show, mm-hmm. on their show at the end of season one and, uh, and you know, talked about the show a bunch. I, and in fact... I remember that now that you said it, but listening to it, watching the episode, I was like, whoever they got to do that was great because it sounds real. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Because honestly, that was probably, you know, every time it rains, the four times it rains every yep. year, it's true. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, but what a wonderful opener. And and it and also you had some other iconic 90s songs throughout this. And that sure. was the 90s nostalgia was kind of a choice, I would imagine. I think it's just imbued in us. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So as we cross this kind of epically dark, and that is how dark it gets when it rains. Well, and that also hard. that they they reworked all of the footage, all the establishing shots, right. all of the they helicopter just added shot, rain. added rain to all the shots, hmm. um, which was harder back then. Like special effects, yeah. We right? got we got the we got each sellout of film and we colored it in ourselves <laughs> by hand. Yeah, yeah no, you I, did that. Yeah, no, uh, they were able to do it. And it looked pretty good. Looked it did. Good. It looked like it was raining. And we and we had all these rain machines in the in the uh, uh, the stages. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I remember I there was remember all these that being so catches to like. I think we flooded yeah, a few how things. How it drains is is like a whole technical well, thing, right? Yeah, because yeah, these sets are built indoors, and then you added rain machines. It's not. Yeah, and then you have to have things to like. 
where the water has to go somewhere and catch the water and recycle it back up. And it's, it's like a, it's like a ride at Universal or something. The way the water's recycled, uh-huh. you have to do it on a set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really up. remember the specific mechanics of how we made it rain, <laughs> but I know it was a big logistical undertaking, and uh, they they pulled it off really well. They did. The other thing that I think is important to point out the, with the logistics with rain is that we shoot twenty four frames, right? 24 to 30 frames. And to make the water... Can you water, explain that? I don't even know what that means. Don't, the, it's the speed of the frame, it. but to, so that the frame can <laughs> people capture... People might want to know. People understand. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not people. But to actually see the rain yes. on film, we have to literally torrential downpour. The amount, the pure amount of water is huge. It's, it's way more than a California drizzle or just mm-hmm. a light rain. It's a lot. So when we open with... Uh, Ryan opening the curtains mm-hmm. and, and Seth looking out. It's pretty intense mm-hmm. and hysterical. Their, yeah, their some reactions. Good, some nice silent comedy, physical comedy from between ben. the from yeah. both of them. Yeah. yeah. Delightful. Yeah. It's like a little silent film at the beginning of who's gonna lure the other one out right. to uh, from the pool house. And obviously Seth tries to work the bagels in. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's not feeling Which it. Which he does have a fair point. Like he's in the kitchen. There no, is no kitchen Ryan's in the pool gonna house. Have to, eventually <laughs> right. Ryan's gonna have to uh come out there. I love when Ben does any comedy. Like I mean he does a there's a big gag oh, I completely yeah. forgotten about the when big he's climbing physical, in the window. Yep, yeah, 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 physical comedy from Ben, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is great. When no, we get he, there. he made me laugh. Ben made me laugh several times uh, in this episode. Yeah. I I don't know if you've, you obviously you haven't been listening. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Since you have listened, but not always, uh, uh, Ben is my new boyfriend. I'm watching the show She's and I'm realizing love with ben, that I watching. love Ryan. This is all long con to try to get Mackenzie on the show, but God bless. <laughs> I, I support it. No, Would oh it my work? God, wait. I was watching a movie the other night. Yeah. What was it? I want you back with um, yeah, Jenny Slate and no, I'm watching it. I had no idea and Charlie Day and yeah. uh, and all of a sudden I'm like, is that Ben? Like I had to pause it and really and I tried to get a picture of it to post it, but it was not a nice flattering oh. screenshot I got. So okay. I didn't. But I almost texted you that it was him and it was him. It's one scene, right? Oh, nice. It was nice to see him. He's a great guy. Yes. So the boys are trying to lure them each other to out in the rain. Yeah. Right. Instead, they call on the phone. On their flip phones. And, their flip and phones. of course, um, of course, Seth is discussing the fact that he's going to lose Summer forever. He's lost her already. Yes, he has. Because that's all he can talk about himself, which is okay. <laughs> teenage right. boy. Teenage boy. Come on. Teenage boy. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not insulting him. I'm just... Uh, yeah. Well, no, we can him. insult him. It's okay. <laughs> and Ryan hasn't seen, seen Lindsay since she rushed out on him at the party. Oh. Right. So he's kind of when like... When they, they say they don't know if Caleb is her father. Not We didn't remember that that... Of course, I didn't. But Melinda didn't remember that happening in the show. That it was like... Well, that was just, I, didn't, I didn't remember... A DNA meltdown. test. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, rem, I, rem, I didn't it's remember... It's a staple of the nighttime soaps. Is somebody's got to take a DNA test. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't remember the scene where Renee says he may not be the father. Oh, oh that's I was. I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that part. Well, yeah. you know, you got to throw the audience off the scent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you can't just like, there's no direct line. No. If you ever question anything, that Mm-mm. would be boring. Mm-mm. There'd be nothing to talk about. It's true. No. Right. Uh, but 
What happens with the boys now? I don't even remember. <laughs> ben, why, whatever. We can't expect you to hold on to these memories for more than 48 hours. <laughs> they just, they like just have to have total, their morning. Do you know total I even recall. had it? Just have it in, yeah. <laughs> I had the episode playing this morning, just, just like in refresh. the background, so just to kind of catch things. It must be so hard to be you. It is. <laughs> um, yeah. They just decide that, you know, they have their morning therapy session, which mm-hmm. is something that they have to do every morning. It's right. a ritual. When you live with Seth. But, but then we have this. I love this You song. basically are Drew Barrymore in 51st, Dates. Dates. I know. Like in real life. Um, I have told this all the time. Okay. It's not a compliment, but okay. All right. So, yeah. In every sunflower. <laughs> okay. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember it too. Eternal, <laughs> eternal sunshine of Bilson's mind. Okay. So. so, Rachel, I've always been a big fan of planning ahead, scheduling trips months in advance, plotting out my next career move, figuring out what I'm doing for dinner while I'm still eating breakfast. I do that every day. But <laughs> I actually didn't do a lot of planning for kids. Hmm. But for those who know they want kids, plan ahead with the help of Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash OC, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars toward Modern Fertility. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash OC. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash OC, modernfertility.com slash OC. Finding that perfect skincare routine is never easy. And with my skin concerns, I have super dry skin. I mean, I still get acne and I'm 40. It's a little unsettling. I used to buy tons of products, which made my routine a 10-step process, but that all changed when I started using Proven Skincare. Proven Skincare is rooted in science. They have analyzed the universe of skincare by studying the effectiveness of over 20,000 skincare ingredients from over 100,000 skincare products and over 28 million testimonials. All this data has given Proven the ability to pinpoint exactly what your skin needs. And all of this analysis results in Proven Skincare's custom three-step system that actually works, including a personalized cleanser, day moisturizer with SPF, and personalized night cream. This simple and effective system replaces my shelf full of products. Oh, this is one of my favorite products. Mm -hmm. Absolutely that I was introduced to because of this podcast. I'm such a fan of the entire system. The cleanser, it's kind to my skin. The moisturizer, the daily one has SPF. But my favorite is, is the um, the night cream. I use Trentinone. How do you say that? Trentinoin. <laughs> and that means that I need a really good moisturizer. I, I just love all the products. Yeah, for me, uh, all my moisturizers in the past never had SPF in it. And I know how important that is. 
for your daily routine, Proven Skincare has solved that for me. Plus, your formulations are updated every eight weeks to evolve with you based on changes in your skin or environment and your skin's acclimation to active ingredients. Mine just changed now that it's getting warmer. Give your skin exactly what it needs with Proven Skincare. Go to provenskincare.com to take the free skin genome quiz and use code the OC for $20 off your first order. That's provenskincare.com. Code DOC for $20 off your first order. Provenskincare.com code DOC. So let's move into the um, Cohen bedroom. Yeah, bedroom. Now, dark. This song. We, have some I, very, we also have some very ominous, well-placed thunder and lightning happening throughout okay. this episode. To just <laughs> right. Is that added after? Yeah, I mean, there's like some light effects light and effects, stuff. Light effects, yeah, yeah. 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 But in every sunflower by Bell X One, yeah. re- this song reminds me of this time. Yes, like, it's we've used it. We used a few of their songs. So good. It's, it's really so good. It's very haunting. dark. Yeah, it's haunting. It's, and uh, I don't remember um, if it was scripted this way or if this was an idea of Matt Ramsey, our editor, or somebody else, to have it sort of re- you know recur it repeats. throughout. Yeah, the, throughout it does. The episode. It repeats whenever Rebecca shows up throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Rebecca dirge. <laughs> It's the Rebecca funeral dirge, yeah. Oh, God. But, but we haven't seen... So last we saw, Sandy was an asshole to her at the party saying, I don't know if I trust you. Rebecca's taken off. And she's like, oh, then we've got some big problems. Oh, right, because Kirsten mm-hmm. confronts Rebecca and is like, yeah. are you in love with my husband? Yeah. Fair. Right. Yeah. So we haven't seen... So all we know is that Rebecca's gone and we see Kirsten in bed and all I can think is, well, she's gone at least, but now I'm depressed. And of course... 10 a.m. is like staying in, de- in bed all day. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not that. You know. Yeah, that's but, wild. <laughs> but, but he's, you know, he does that thing where he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry you're feeling this way. Not I'm sorry for what I've done, but I'm right. sorry you're feeling. And then the phone rings. She says, and he's like, Rebecca. And she, Kirsten, now I'm up. Like that, yeah, that lights out. a fire. Yeah. 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 Can, yeah. We, can we just pause for a minute to shout out Sandy Cohen's like board shorts. Well, yeah, did he go? Did he go surfing? surfing in the rain? Sandy doesn't care. We're just gonna get wet. I mean, it is lightning, but you know, let's yeah. risk it. I mean, maybe he got out there, he checked it out, <laughs> he saw a flash of lightning, thought it wasn't safe. Do we home. ever see Sandy actually surf? No, no. no. Oh. Well, that that was I that did make a, that note. I mean, that's a challenging thing to shoot, and you know. Yeah. But we've seen him like near beach adjacent. <laughs> with right. the surfboard. With the surfboard. <laughs> that counts. I did I was going I did make that note, but I didn't know if you'd be if you'd have a um a comment on that. On but what? the fact what? that he was wearing board shorts. Oh. I yeah. couldn't tell if he's coming from a shower or surfing, but yeah. surfing. Let's my say guess it's surfing. Is, my guess is Sandy woke up and was like, I'm not gonna let a little rain stop me. I'm gonna get <laughs> Which, my I'm gonna get my reps in, Which whatever the surfers say. is, uh, a lot of times surfers don't surf because the water can be really dirty after a rain, but, you know. Interesting. Well, we didn't say he did surf. We just said he went, <laughs> he out, went and out there. Of, He's like, and... Took, um, a, took a peek and said, you know, not today. Right. <laughs> but he does that. And Rebecca, and sure enough, she's in a diner. Like, she's back. I thought you just left. And now she's doing the same thing to him of, I didn't want to leave without saying goodbye. And, right. mm-hmm. you know, stay where you are. I'll come get you. And Kirsten walks off the way Kelly would walk off. You know, that's that's just my two cents. She, well, like, she's pissed. I mean, also, I think, you know, in defense of Sandy Cohen. Yes. Interesting. He's, he's also, she's his client. Right. And he wants to make sure that she gets the proper, like, you know, he's like, don't run. We can still fight this. Like, I do think sometimes Sandy's moral um, purity in when it comes to issues of the law his sense of righteousness maybe sometimes clouded his, you know, his sense of how he was affecting his wife in that moment. Because by this episode, I started thinking, 
he's the one that really wants this. She's she, Rebecca's been saying, I, I don't even want to do this. I'm, it's too scary. And he's been fighting for, let's get you amnesty. Right. More than her. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he's always, he's, he's an idealistic uh, guy. And I think he's just trying to make sure that she ends up I think that's a fair point, just because of how much enthusiasm there is, even if she's on the phone in front of Kirsten, that he's not. I think, yeah, his 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 sense as a lawyer in that moment, right. I think, uh, clouded his his kind of awareness of of what right. it was doing to Kirsten. Yes, he knew he was he had the right intentions, which he does through the whole episode. Right, right. He holds the line, and and but there are moments in this and that yep. I point out where I'm like, gosh, what's going on in Kirsten's head right here? Like, what's going mm-hmm. on? Like, what is she thinking? What is she... And she's been incredibly cool throughout a lot of this, I think. But it's... But but throughout everything, like the last episode, when he gets so angry at her for talking to Rebecca, it's what a gut punch that must be for her. Like, she's just trying to figure... Navigate these waters and, and survive here. She probably feels like she's yeah. being pulled no, under I'm a bit. Team Kirsten, this whole storyline. Well, when when we started the storyline, Miss Rachel, you were so excited about it. Well, it and was interesting. To- she's liking the adult storylines. Oh yeah, that's my other thing. I'm like, I love the adult storylines. They were good. <laughs> Watching as like a 40 year old, yeah. you're like, I can relate to this now. Yeah, yeah. That's why we had a broader audience than your average teenage show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then we go to Julie and Caleb's house. Yes. <laughs> Julie is making bagels. <laughs> <laughs> making bagels. Soon they'll be keeping kosher. <laughs> right. That's what she said, yeah. I, this first, I remember this episode vividly. And I remember the scene and how much fun it was. It just was so... You can just see how much fun. Yeah. And, you know, she instantly is doing that. Well, the Cohen's... I mean, this, like, pushing on the bagel maker yeah. very delicately. And, and I got to say, there's something very genuine about this. Because, yes, I grew up in Orange County, but... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I didn't know what a, a matzo ball was, okay, yeah. was until I that moved to LA. crazy to me. You didn't right? know what a matzo ball was. I didn't know what matzo ball soup was until I worked at Jerry's Deli. Well, you worked right. at Jerry's Deli? Well, Starkey's. It was in the Beverly Center. Oh. That must have been a crash course. In, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're like, what oh, is... Totally. What's... What's a knish? No, I mean, and my parents didn't... We didn't have bagels, so I can... You didn't have bagels? No, we had English muffins. (laughs) Bagels have gone more mainstream. You'd say they weren't as mainstream? In the 70s. I I have no perspective on this because I was like basically born (laughs) and placed upon a bagel. Like that's... That was instead of a... Of a bassinet. <laughs> My first thing that I teethed on was like a stale bagel. Like, that's all we knew. Right, in, right. But, you know, yeah, I was I guess an East that's Coast true. Jew, so I And I'm know. a halfer, so I yeah. grew up with it as well. Yeah. Okay, we can't say. But that's very interesting. No, I think it's... it's. I bet this show it's is... It's probably a great story hopeful. of when bagels finally made it behind the orange curtain. Totally. And, <laughs> and it was after the OC came Mindy on. will find it. Yeah. Mindy, I'll find it. Right. <laughs> but I did have the thought that that would have been a really good wrap gift for everybody is one of those bagel slices. Oh, the bagel slicer. guillotines. Yeah. 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 Bagel guillotines. That's what they're called. Hot, hot. Is that what they're called? I don't know if that's they their official be. title, but yeah. But that's good. So oh, my God. You got to be careful. Can we just sidebar here for a moment? Yes. Because yes. if the bagel is too soft sometimes and you put it in the guillotine, <laughs> it. it doesn't slice, it smushes. And it's so, you know, it's not a perfect thing. It's not a perfect... Wait, that reminds me. Oh. What episode we brought up Matt Miller and the Matt Miller sandwich, and I was like, I cannot pitch this sandwich. I cannot say it exactly. Only Schwartz can. I mean, Why I- did it come up? Because remember? because Matt Miller was the name in oh, yeah. one of the episodes. Matt Miller was a character. Right. And I said, Matt Miller is one of Schwartz's. Best. And I went yeah. into the whole spiel about yeah. Tanner's Deli and the Matt Miller. Yeah. He had a sandwich. And it consists of turkey and... I mean, we're doing it? Yes, yes. do it. All right. I have to do it as Matt Miller. Matt, 
you're not going to watch this, but if you do, <laughs> if someone passes along to you, I, I, this is to promote your sandwich only. So Matt has a Philly accent. He's out of Philly. So the way he would pitch the sandwich and the way he pitched it to canners and got it on the menu was, <clears throat> <laughs> we open with an egg bread or a challah. Turkey, Munster, the most underrated of all cheeses, slaw in, shut it down and grill it. It's in the Reuben family. <laughs> That was the Matt Miller saying. See? Worth it. There you go. I said, I cannot. We need... Thank it's hard you. to do with headphones on. I do it better, you Matt Miller, it. when no, I can't hear did. my own voice. Okay. But it's fine. It's, it's still... Amazing. Okay. It holds up. It's still played. Yes. Oh, I'm going to Canners. Go on to that Canners, note. have a Matt... It's called the Matt Special. Okay. The Matt Special. On that so, note, Alex, Alex and Marissa. Making out, yeah. making out a, behind Julie's back. Yes. Which yeah. was funny. Which was but, very funny. Well, I mean, the first, the first thing is, she says hello to Marissa... And Alex is there and she's like, oh, you're the feisty girl that Caleb mm -hmm. told me about. Do you, want some, do you want a bagel? And she's like, oh, I don't even eat breakfast. And Julie's like, oh, how punk of you. Yeah, very punk. Yeah. I used to be a little punk in my day. But it's... <laughs> Who am I kidding? It's still my day. Uh, yeah. Who am I kidding? Yeah. It's still my day. <laughs> yeah. But she instantly recognizes... She becomes like mean girl, you know, like that recognition of she's a cool girl mm -hmm. and right. I need her to know just how cool I was. Just like Yeah, we got some insights into Julie Cooper's uh, sorted past. <laughs> something about Motley Crue. Uh -huh, Motley Crue, some Jaeger. Some sexual experimentation <laughs> right. took only, place. Yep. Only phases, yeah, which is only so phases. derogatory. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, was would this episode have been written in 2022? We probably have would, a, a more evolved uh, view of things. But also, Newport Beach, some conservative enclaves there where maybe things haven't even evolved yep. since 2004. Right. Yes, that is true. Well, as she turns around and comments on the rain, of course, uh, as a fan favorite, seeing them making out mm -hmm. and the music in the background mm -hmm. and just having so much fun. And, and of course... It's nice to see Marissa having fun. Absolutely. And, and Misha did... I remember doing... In this scene, there was something... She just Misha just did a great job. She did. Yeah. She she's did got a some really light, job. fun moments in this mm -hmm. episode, yes. and it was nice. Yeah, it was nice right. to see. Yeah, and the way she did the milk, and you know, mm -hmm. it's uh, and and oh no, mom, she's my girlfriend. She's like, I know. She's like, no, my girlfriend. That's a girl. I know. And then just like, bye. Yeah, <laughs> and that, like, yeah. Well, oh, mm -hmm. mouth drop. Yep, it's funny. I mean, she didn't, and, and Julie didn't, like... Drinking milk, swigging milk straight out of the carton. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. with the milk mustache. Which I feel like, I was trying to remember if that was a deliberate homage, but we got offered, the cast got offered a Got Milk campaign. Oh. We didn't do it. You guys turned it down. <gasps> oh, really? I bet yeah. I wouldn't that have would turned it down. I would not be yeah. included The one thing that. I turned down, which I don't, I, I still The Letterman Top 10 with. list, the cast turned that one down, too. First no. cast to be asked to do the Top 10 list. Since the Sopranos, you guys turned that down. You say you guys, okay? This was not something... The only thing I remember turning down was the cover of Rolling Stone because they asked me to show my ass. And? And I said, no, I'm not going to show my ass. How do you feel about that today? I'm still on the fence. All right. Well, I mean, because like my ass would be out there. Like, meh. I have Let's a kid. Let's be honest. Your ass has been out there. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot my ass was out there. Yeah. I mean, come on. What that are we talking about here? milk would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have said no to that. Don't And, the, well, and, don't and David Letterman top that. 10 list. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was a supporting role. And you role. turned down the Super Bowl commercial. I did not. Yes, you did. Oh. Yes, you did. What Super Bowl commercial? You got, oh, my God. You. <laughs> how do I... Yes, you were offered a Super Bowl commercial. Me or all of us? You, and you passed, and it went to Ava Longoria. That I remember. <gasps> Whoa, this is good stuff. Why yeah. would I do such a thing? Too cool for school. <laughs> That's why. But anyway. I passed on it. Yeah. You know why? I sometimes let people around me influence me a little too much. 
I think, yeah, exactly. I think I'm going to leave it at that. Those people were not me. You should have had me influence you. I know. And, well, now I always yeah, come to you yeah, with everything. Yeah. And Schwartz is like, yes, no, yes, no, definitely no. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. I yeah. did not remember that. Was yeah. it Pepsi or something? No. Yeah. So wow. I can imagine that there were quite a few things. My mind is blown Left right and now. right. I mean, I, I, I remember Misha doing Neutrogena and doing a lot of campaigns, but yeah. I don't remember people doing well, tons of campaigns. Well, it becomes tricky with people who want to, you know, do their own thing versus do things as a cast versus not, you know, there's also a period of time where it was still, there was enough Gen X in our uh, cast's blood that, you know, that concept of like selling out or what mm -hmm. feels too mm -hmm. commercial, mm -hmm. which obviously has been obliterated in the Instagram age. Right. Where it's all about like promotion and what have you. You can't sell out anymore. But back mm -hmm. then you could and... God bless everybody had integrity or making decisions that they thought were in the best interest of their own kind of artistic pursuits. So some of these things were turned down. It's not a judgment by me, but I feel like the milk thing may have been a bit of a, a wink and a nod. There was a long period of time where... You just can't get over the Super Bowl I commercial. can't get over the Super Bowl <laughs> commercial. I love the thrift shops. I have a lot where I live, some really cool ones. But, you know, rummaging through things especially like when it's a really hot day. <laughs> Let's just say, you ha I have to be in the mood for it. And ThreadUp makes it so easy because it's all organized online. At ThreadUp, one of the largest online consignment and thrift stores, you can get one-of-a-kind finds from brands like Zara, J. Crew, and more for up to 90% off estimated retail. It's such a steal and so fun to visit their website daily. Yes, with over 2 million like-new items to shop and thousands of new arrivals daily. It's the best place to shop for your wallet and the planet. I love thrifting. I don't love thrift stores. <laughs> <laughs> now, thanks to ThreadUp, I can do it from the comfort of my home. Customize your search by your size, style, and budget so you can find the best deals from more than 35,000 brands like Banana Republic, Madewell, Nike, and Ann Taylor Loft instantly. I've never been much of an online shopper, but I've become one since we've had to be at home so much. And I just, I love finding treasures on ThreadUp. ThreadUp is offering a deal just for new customers. So right now head to ThreadUp.com and get up to an additional 50% off plus free shipping on your first order. That's up to an extra 50% off plus free shipping on your first order just by heading to threadup.com. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P.com for up to 50% off and free shipping on your first order. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22. Okay, it Lindsay's room. <laughs> <laughs> she plays the oboe. You keep calling it a clarinet. It is um, an oboe. You're right. I'm wrong. It's the saddest it's instrument. It's the saddest instrument. <laughs> Who's idea was it for her to play though? It was not mine. I feel like that had to be like a John Stevens I or only think JJ of or the some duck. Lila, Stephanie, I don't know. Yeah. The duck in Peter and the Wolf getting eaten because the oboe is the duck. You know? No. And what? I was like, do you know Peter and the Wolf? No. Okay. You turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> because I was going to get eaten. Anyway. Yeah. So she's playing the oboe. Her hair looks beautiful in this scene, by the yeah. way. But now Ryan wouldn't go see Seth but he <laughs> braves, and he admittedly, 
It says, bad, bike. Jo- bad yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Bad decision wasn't well thought out, but I rode my bike to- In the rain. We're, and we're assuming, obviously, this isn't the um, fancy part of, this isn't Pelican Cove. This is somewhere else like in deep Costa Mesa, ah. I would assume. Okay. So it's, sure. um, <laughs> it's the other side of the Do you have the a tracks. map? Can we put a map up? We'll put some thumbtacks up. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And this is a big bit of physical comedy here. Yeah. I, <laughs> I completely forgot ben. about it and I left. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, he just topples through that window. He topples through that window. Yeah. He committed. He did commit. There's also something really, there's a lot of tropes in this episode that work. And one of them is the actors being wet. You know, there's People something very really wet. Ben, wet. No one is wetter in this episode than Ben. The <laughs> but, end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> he has to, it's true. He has to also go in the water to rest, possibly rescue Lindsay in the ocean in the episode. A prior episode. Prior yeah. episode. Yeah. But, but, uh, so, I don't know. He looks hot to me. <laughs> it's just yeah. weird. Coming he did out not of- have protective headgear like Seth. What do you expect? <laughs> so, yeah. So, he's there and Lindsay's the DNA test and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that old chestnut. Yep. So, she thinks that she didn't answer the door because she thinks it was Caleb and she, because Caleb wants her to take the DNA test and she doesn't know. She doesn't want to. And she wants to go to, she's thinking about going to Chicago. All right. Summer's bedroom. <laughs> she tried, what is this? Oh, God. I have that yellow dress on. That lemon, was an lem- awesomely lemon hideous meringue. dress. Lemon, it really does look like lemon, lemon meringue. meringue. Yeah. And That's this is where we funny. introduce Seth at the door wearing the Spider-Man mask. That's, yes, this is so where. This is how we start to try to buy the credibility that this is how Seth <laughs> braves goes, the rain. Braves the rain. He's just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> and Brody would have been a great Spider-Man. He always wanted uh, to be Spider-Man. He would have yeah. been a great Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he would have. Which was also part of the motivation of like, yeah, he is. He so was Peter, like always mad is, that he wasn't cast. Yeah, he kind of well. Peter Parker. The first movie had already come out, right? uh, or first two, because the kisses from Spider-Man Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. I don't, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Spider-Man 2 Kiss. Yes, you're right. Yep. Uh, so so when you I thought about it, when you saw Diana the, the, so the idea of it being, <laughs> yep. this is the only headgear I've got that's, yes. um, that's waterproof. That's waterproof, yeah. <laughs> when, looking back at it now, you're like, it works. It, I it totally. It. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Seth, looks, Seth, Seth is a very odd person. Yeah, and yeah like, he's like, I don't look weird in a hat. And, uh, I'm going to wear know, the Spider-Man mask. Yeah. But he goes to tell Summer... Whatever he what is what is he trying to tell her? Don't he, well, go. He's, he's there to say don't go, and then he sees all the suitcases. Well, yeah, so, light packer. Many suitcases. Light packer. <laughs> well, I can he, relate. <laughs> you say I'm in the wedding, and I think that's like, that's what that's ooh, what Joel. That's what, yeah, that's he's, he's like, like oh, oh, you're yeah, part, like of, part the of the family. family. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. Which is odd that she's in the wedding after oh, meeting the, the sister. Stranger once. things have oh, happened. Wait, the line that made me laugh was when he's talking, when Zach, I guess this is later, is talking about his sister. <laughs> yeah. And how she's very alienating and severe. Yeah. <laughs> like she doesn't have any other friends. Yeah. But, so that's how Zach's <laughs> high school girlfriend ends up as a bridesmaid. Yeah. Which she's marrying believable. Rodolfo, she's marrying Rodolfo. In Italy. <laughs> I, I think it sounds like a good spinoff. I think, you know. Yeah. Zach's family. Yeah. There's a lot of spinoffs. What happened? What happened to Rodolfo? <laughs> yeah. We never saw that. Left at the altar? It was unclear. She was definitely having second thoughts. She was definitely having second uh, thoughts. But this is where that line of dialogue, which is awesome. Should we do should, should we do this again? Or did you actually come here to advance the plot? Yeah. We did a lot of that. Just being like, it's another Seth Summer scene at the door. We've done a lot of these. And, and he just chickens like, out again. Is he going to move the story forward? Yeah, or is it just a check in? Yeah. In on the joke. We know how many times this has happened, guys. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, there's a big in on the joke coming later, which is what Seth is going to watch. Oh, the night that the yeah, satellite yeah, dish yeah, goes yeah, out. yeah. We'll, we'll get, get there. Okay. Yes, we'll get to that. Okay, so then... We're at the diner. Mm-hmm. And was this a real diner? I, I couldn't remember. 
I could not figure and out versus where this our was. set versus a set diner. I well, we had a diner set. We but, did. Yeah, this was different. Sandy meets Rebecca. I don't know. Anyway, he, they're at a diner. Save it for a rainy day by the Jayhawks mm-hmm. plays. And do you see? A, do you guys see a theme with the songs? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no rain. Save it for a rainy day. See what's oh, happening. Yep, yeah. Right, thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> but but my quote my or my quote my note was ah Sandy doesn't give up. <laughs> He's not giving up. He's very dogged. Yeah. He didn't right. give up on Ryan. He, that's true. You know, this is part of his character. And now we have a show. <laughs> that's true. What if he had just said in the pilot when Kirsten's like, can't bring him, it's not a stray puppy, and he just went, you're right. You're right. All right. <laughs> right, was, right. It was like a seven-minute well, show. And that was he, he is that guy. Yeah. He did save Ryan. Yeah. So, so we understand. We do. We understand. Okay, yeah. and, fine. And this, is, this shows you how dedicated he is. It's messing with his marriage, yep. and he's still this dedicated to helping her because he knows it's right. Oh, Sandy. But Okay. All right, let's go to Alex's. Marissa tells Alex that she told her mom. She runs in soaking wet and hot and sexy looking. Sorry, I'm saying that about Misha. She's not my real daughter. (laughs) Daughter. Yeah. But no, once again, she's she's looking all like excited. But no, but then Alex says, Wait, did you say it to piss her off? Marissa Marissa gets that a lot. Alex is smart though. She's very smart. Because that's a good question. She's been through it and she's. Yeah, well, also, like, is this real or is this just like a rebellious thing Uh you're doing to, you know, make a point? Right. She's been through it. She knows all the tricks and she actually really has very real feelings for Marissa. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they both do, but yeah. But I I, think... This is a relationship is very real. I, I know. I've... And we can talk about this relationship was controversial right. mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, I've talked about this before a little bit, but um, we definitely had plans to keep Alex on the show longer than we were, right. than we did. But it was a, it was a post Janet Jackson you know, Super wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. I had to bring up the Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl again. Why do I bring it up every time I'm here? I've just gotten over it. No, my commercial. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess your commercial would have aired during that Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> no, it probably wouldn't have timed out that way. But so, so there was a there was the the wardrobe malfunction, and the FCC and broadcast standards just became extremely mm-hmm. strict for this period of time. And mm-hmm. and you know, I remember they there was a promotion for the episode that was like hyping the first kiss between Marissa and Alex. Yeah. And then what we were actually allowed to air was like a fraction of the length of that, of that kiss when they're sitting together on the beach at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it was something we would have kept Olivia for right. who knows how long. We talked about that, um, that you felt like it, the we first lost kiss, all yeah. credibility when they promoted it so heavily, but then the actual visual was, like was a kind of a... A peck. Yeah, yeah. Which wasn't what we shot. Yeah. And... Uh, and felt more exploitative than I think we were going for in terms of the storyline. Right. 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 Okay. Well. <sighs> yeah. And now let's go back to Lindsay's bedroom and the DNA test. Um, they return from the paternity test. Then they get all hot and heavy. They're making out. It, it's pretty hot and heavy. Ryan, I, you know. He's second to pizza. What? They start talking, talking about, about pizza. pizza. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No deep dish, thin crust all the way. Yeah. No Chicago shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you guys come out on deep dish versus thin crust? I feel like this is what people want to know. I am a fan of the de- uh, only the what's the place in the valley? Geno's. Geno's, very good. Also, town in Highland Park, their Detroit pizza is fucking amazing, hmm. and it's deep dish. I, it's more like a pie when it's a deep dish. Yeah, it's I, very I love, filling. I love thin crisp. Thin and crispy. Thin and crispy. I like both. Why not? Why can't I like you have it both? All. I I with you. Okay. Oh, very, very filling good. though. Up oh, Newport Group. Here we go. No easy way to say goodbye. So Joel this Evans is, and Friends. Plays. This probably oh. was my. This may have been 
one of my favorite episodes or scenes that I've ever. I actually had, had to a do. distinct memory of writing this scene. I was home for Thanksgiving visiting my parents, <laughs> and for whatever reason, I remember writing the scene in a chair in my bedroom. Really? Like, like my your childhood, childhood bedroom. bedroom and you're like, you're going to be smoking cigars. Yeah, and Julie's got the cigar, you know. What did you write here on your notes? Uh, the the cigar cutter would... Oh, it reminded <laughs> me of Bobbit. Well, that's exactly what it's supposed to remind right? you of. Right, because she's that's like, that's what, what I want to do to using... Caleb. Yeah. Which is actually a word in the dictionary that means to cut off a penis. Bobbit? Yep. They, 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 After Lauren Bobbit. The words that made it Lorena. into Webster's this year. <laughs> yeah. Bobbit. Lorena. Sorry. <laughs> right? What did I say? You said Whatever. Bobbit. You were close. Lorena? I know Bobbit. I might be wrong. Yeah, I think you're definitely more right than I would be. Anyway. So in the scene, first of all, I do have to comment on the fact that this was probably the closest to just Mindy and Kelly hanging yeah. out. Yeah, it felt it's like fun. It. Because there was a period of time where I was into cigars for about a couple months. I actually <laughs> did the cover of Smoke Magazine, which sounds awful, but it's a cigar. While you were on the OC? It's okay. Yes. I had the red hair. <laughs> they offered it to Rachel. She turned it down. <laughs> but but there was a time where cigars were like kind of cool and, and yeah. Kelly, of cigar course. Cigar aficionado. Yeah. That was a big, there was all the cigar bars. Schwarzenegger was a big proponent. Yeah. Right. And cigars the, and had a moment. The Kuban, what was the, the there's the cigar club in Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. Yeah. That oh, we yeah, used to yeah, go yeah. to you in the late 90s. Humidor locker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great, great times there. But that was about it. But no, Smoke Smoke Magazine was the lesser version of Cigar, cigar aficionado. aficionado. Right. And, but Kelly, it was like, you know, there were certain things she's very healthy and conscious of that. Yeah. There were certain things she wouldn't do. I was shocked that she said okay to it. And I think it took a little. Did they give you an actual? Yeah. Well, yeah, we were smoking huh. them in there, and her face is exactly it. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Throwing down some good. scotch. Yeah, that talking would've... about your problems. The old days. Okay. Seeds planted of the dating app that would come. <laughs> but in that situation, that in that moment where she says, you know, I'm here, and and you know, my marriage is in trouble, and Julie's like, ooh, gossip. Yeah. Let's break it open. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's yeah. go. And then she says, you know, okay, go ahead. And she's like, well, my. Husband's on the run with his ex, and she's like, "Well, I'll raise you." Right, my husband is harboring a fugitive <laughs> who's helping to be his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll. What is it? I'll raise you a fugitive ex-girlfriend with a lesbian uh-huh. daughter and a lesbian daughter. <laughs> she's yeah. like Marissa. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, it's a phase. Well, it was for me. <laughs> but then she says, "You know, you and you and Sandy seriously, you're the center, the moral, the moral epicenter. center of the show, yeah. which was the audience's True. point of view as well. Which is why so we were like, let's take... go fuck with it. So <laughs> naturally, at this point, yeah, yeah. Did would you, you have make taken sure? that further? The Rebecca Sandy storyline no. had the audience. No, no, no. Because it was written. always the we plan. don't know what the audience reaction That's is going to be. I okay. think, I, I think people had a bigger reaction to it than." Um, Anticipated? Anticipated, considering it was fairly chaste, but I, people really did rely on Sandy and Kirsten to be, you know, the moral the moral center of the show. But obviously, Kirsten has more... I don't want to spoil anything for you, but Kirsten's, <laughs> Kirsten's got some rougher waters ahead by the se- season. There's some finale. emotional damage that's not healed just by... That's coming at the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah. But I... Re- so watching this, I felt very confused because it wasn't so... In a good, well, in a good way, you're like, you, I could see, you know, I remember it, before watch, re-watching it, I remember it being very antagonizing for the audience and, and people's reaction to it. But then I was watching, I'm like, it's not that bad. So there was this confusion of, and frustration. I think it's when they had their kiss that that was the, that yeah. was the, you know, in hindsight, but got a rise at it. I mean, <laughs> it got a reaction. I mean, I feel yeah. like yeah, sure did. it was a bo- good one. It got, it got people talking and, and, and it all worked out. 
But right. now, Sandy, they're driving yep. and the road's washed out because there's only go. one way back. Well, also, when it rains in Southern California, very quickly, the roads do get washed out. It's true. I had a picture the of The rain was going to affect the drive. The rain was going <laughs> to affect the plane taking off for Italy. The rain's just causing havoc everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Another trope. But but then I was, I was, you know, trying to picture where this would be. And you guys could look this up. Maybe they're on the Ortega Highway. And the, he get had up to that go, nap again. He had to go to Hemet. <laughs> Together. You you. And because that's, you know, anyway. Hammett. And they had to go back. Lodging is up the road. (laughs) How convenient. Now, the best, one of the best songs in the episode. Yes, this scene made me laugh. Yeah. Boys (laughs) to Men, End of the Road plays as Seth lies on his bed. So, so we (laughs) went to a charity event, all of us, in season one. Yeah. And Boys to Men performed. Really? (laughs) You were there. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, uh... (laughs) And I love boys to men. I'm aware. So, so everybody reacted. You were like so psychotically <laughs> into it. Uh, everybody was like, and it was like just boys to men. So that is what inspired putting boys to men ah. into this episode. He's he's sad, and what would because it's you know, not really in the musical vernacular of Seth Cohen to listen to boys to men, but no. as he said, it is the saddest song uh, I've ever known. Did but, you have a sad song, Rachel? Would it would it have been this? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I listened to like Coast 103.5 yeah. in my day. <laughs> so Sad love songs. I was listening to 70s love songs this morning. But mine was <laughs> All at Once, Whitney Houston. Mm. That's a good song. <laughs> I loved this scene though with Seth and Ryan. Yeah. The dialogue in it, like everything. It was a really it was great funny. scene. It was fun. They played off each other. They have such Eureka, great chemistry. Ryan. Yeah, the Eureka <laughs> stuff. And when he goes, you freaking Rika. I was like, <laughs> classic Brody, you yeah. know, putting Improv. a little sauce on it. And he's turned this music off. It's depressing me. He's, <laughs> as he storms out and they're kind of going back and forth of like, if you if you see any more flaws in the plan, could you, you know, if you want it, if I wanted my parade rained on, I'd step outside. They're just, they're, they're it's fun. very good it banter good. going on. I was like, and they're just so fun together. They are so fun. Yeah. And he's like, I, was, I wrote, why does that have to be so complicated? Because he's endearing that way. But you know, this, I need a grand gesture a grand because grand of gesture. getting the boat back will be grander than Tuscany. Yeah. <laughs> I, makes sense to me. Sure. <laughs> it, well, Ryan's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Grander than Tuscany. Yeah. Yep. That tracks. You freaking Rika. <laughs> you freaking Rika. And then he, what did he improv on the way back out? Turn the song off. It's big. It's, it's depressing <laughs> that was me. That improv? I, believe, I can't remember, but it sounded like, felt like yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, I'm over it. Yeah, right. it felt like it. The little Seth button. Um, okay. guy, his guy was funny, man. He was. Brody's funny. Funny, funny guy. He is a funny guy. Funny guy. Um, okay. So the song continues to play. We're in Summer's By room. By the way, on CD... Yeah. Panning off of like the CD stereo. I miss a good boombox, you know, with a CD player. Yeah. Well, they're out I, there. We all, our daughters all have Walkman. Yeah. Rachel now. has gotten uh, my <laughs> daughters each Walkman. Real one? Cassette Real Walkman. One. Cassette Walkman. Cassette Walkman. Yes. Awesome. With like, you know, uh, <laughs> a limited cassette collection to start with, but they would just well, listen to Well, it's hard to come by, you know? She was going to buy my seven. younger one who was turning seven, <laughs> the Ariana Grande cassette. I didn't know. And I was like, do you not have you look at the and I sent her the lyrics and they are one of the songs is just called 34 plus 35 I'll let you do the math on your own and figure out what that song's about I didn't know but then I got some classics like Janet Jackson you did and then I went on eBay and I bought 25 cassettes yeah. of like it's all eBay it's all eBay and then they stopped using it have, but, your, have your daughters looked at it and gone well so what's this thing no they're constantly they... going like doesn't work dad and I'm like you have to flip the cassette because it's round out on one side uh-huh. and, and they haven't had it cut, get caught up one and fixed it with a pencil one of, one of it got, ate Billie Eilish it I ate think. Billie Eilish yeah. which I was okay 
okay with because there's some more bad language there. But yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, we're just teaching them, you know, the root, the... No, they're like the, the commitment to just listening <laughs> to one thing is actually well, right. fascinating and to witness miss... for kids who only know an endless amount of choice. Yes. But yeah. and I, what I miss is, you know, you hear a song. I heard the Go-Go's the other day and I was like, oh, and I know what song comes after on the next al- on the album. Right. When you hear a whole right. album in a row yeah. and you could s- do it that the way. The good old days. Like, yeah. And so Summer's listening to this anyway. and... She's really waiting for the song. She has, a great, she has a great cover when Zach's yeah. like, Why are you listening to this? It's so sad. And I'm like, I was, I was waiting for Motown Philly. <laughs> yeah, Motown Philly. <laughs> Motown Philly back again. <laughs> anyway, so reliving my do a youth. little East Coast swing. <laughs> of, of course, you have mm, the crazy amount. Mm, <laughs> See, you actually hey, love hey, Boys hey, to Men too. Who doesn't love Boys to Men? Who doesn't love Boys to Men? Come on. What's you, not can't, love? you can't have grown up in the, you know, in our era. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> The okay, one guy so, with a really deep voice. Yeah. A lot of Samsonite on that bed. There's a lot. And you're going to get oh, a yeah. hostel if you have to go to a hostel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you haven't seen hostel. Do you put me up in one? That's right. Classic and summer. I just like that she's looking at her phone with <laughs> Seth's picture. I said that what too. What is that yeah. graphic? I, don't, I didn't have pictures on my phone. On your flip phone? Well, your flip I had phone? a Nextel. That's what it was. Mm. Those, we didn't I have think those. we had pictures. And I, it's like 555-5555. Five, 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 five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the phone number. Yeah. <laughs> How many people tried to call that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but summer is starting to freak out. Understandably so. All right. And Seth had the advice about the, uh, the hair dryer. Plug. I don't want you to brown out Western Europe. I and have then Zach being so thoughtful. He's the golden retriever. He is. Perfect. Well, Luke was kind of the golden retriever. Uh, yeah, but, but Zach really is. Zach's almost more of a chocolate lab. E- e- fair. A yellow lab. A mellow okay, one. We'll call him a lab. That's fine. He's so sweet. He's so also he charming and so adorable. Sweet. And, yeah. Did Michael you model Cassidy. that character after? Myself. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> oh, but good. but see, just when just when you're looking for the flaws, you, you can't find any, and I think that's, that's one of the, the reasons. That's right. what keeps her with yep. him. That would make me crazy, personally. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> but yes, when she, that's when he says, you know, isn't it weird that I'm in the wedding? Anyway, we talked about that, right? Yeah, but and it is he, weird. And then he talks about his sister being again, <laughs> he's like, yeah, alien- alienating and severe. <laughs> right. Just the word severe cracked me up. I but don't know. I, I think yeah. things like this would happen. His delivery, a, though, that, like, yeah, he's so yeah. He's so genuine. About it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she okay. sounds great. But yeah. I love this. So next, we're at Alex's, and Seth <laughs> shows up with his Spider-Man on, and she instantly is like, "Hey, Seth!" Like, doesn't she even... knows? No. Oh, hi, Seth. Like, who else would be <laughs> yeah. on our doorstep with a Spider-Man mask right. on? But we can also, this is Just what I love. Just your friendly neighborhood, Seth Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> I, you notice um, a change in Alex. She's happy. Mm. She kind of does it with a smile. Not like, yeah. uh, which in the past, every time um, Seth shows up, she's a little annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, eh. Yeah, and she's like, going to front him money. She's like, sure. But yeah. she's like, hi, you know, in a good mood. She's going to hire him back. She's going to yeah. hire him back. So he can buy back his boat. Even though he was, what does she call him? Like the, the worst employee play ever. Yeah, or not the worst. She had some other term for it. Yeah. And then Marissa and who walks, walks in. out in a very, very revealing robe, mm. I might add. It was revealing, yeah. <laughs> but I remember we, this... it was scripted that Brody was going to do that. <laughs> oh, it was scripted? It, I wanted and to ask. He, he was not into it at first. He didn't want to do it. Uh-huh. And then when he did do it, he was really good at it. Right. So it was yeah. really funny. It was really funny. Yeah, he was funny about it. it was... I thought it was an, uh, a Brody. And again, it's pro- it probably in today's climate, maybe it's a little bit. Um, but, you know, he's a teenage That's, boy. I, I'm curious about that because I, I, I always just root for, you know, my peers doing well in a, in a scene. It's written well. It's funny. It's But what does it come off as um, inappropriate in today's world? Probably. Um, it does? It probably does. But, but again, 
we're trying to own it in places and we're obviously talking about Alex is like, is this just about being rebellious? Is this a sincere relationship? And Seth is a teenage boy. And I right. think also the idea of like, wait, you left me for her? There's like that part of it yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah. I buy it. Pink Motel. Pink Motel. Okay. Sandy and Rebecca. Ding dongs or cheese so, sticks. So this whole thing is obviously was, That's you know, they were on, yeah. forced into and and Sandy's just being a little too nice, almost, almost. And then she, I think she, this is where my question, I have questions for you. Okay. <laughs> like, Sandy's just giving off such nice vibes. He's nice. And he's nice. And <laughs> so he's a chocolate. You know, lab. they're they're ding dongs and cheese sticks, which is what a throwback to the TJ exactly. thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, and then she Rebecca's like, you know, we're she tests it. We're just here. We can do this. Nobody has to it's know. It's just us. It's just us. So my question is like, how much is Sandy, in your opinion? In, like liking the attention or feeling those feels that he did from 22 years ago. And and is he doing this? And you've just established that he's doing this because he's doing it for the right reasons. But how, but how much is he actually enjoying this attention, do you think? A little bit throughout this? I mean, it's look, it's hard to separate out your personal feelings or the nostalgia or like feelings that you used to have for somebody when you see them again. It's impossible to kind of just separate that out completely, you know? So it's definitely infusing part of it that he did care about this person. And, but I feel like it's pretty clear throughout this whole scene that he's not going to cross the line. I mean, Rebecca's definitely yeah. luring him and she's definitely ready to like bust that marriage open and mm -hmm. like make it happen on the cheap bed of the pink motel. But right. he's pretty, he's pretty um, steadfast here and kind right. of pulls they back. He tries to call her. two rooms. We don't know that. We don't know what the vacancy situation was. How many other people's cars were, were washed out? Right. Okay. That's, that's why, you, that's why, why you're the writer. <laughs> we, also, we also don't know that they didn't have two rooms. He may have just brought dinner to her room. Yep. Okay. I believe it. I buy it. All right. Okay. You don't know. I rest Very my good. case. We don't know. But we got the nice shot of him outside the motel trying Calling to call. Yeah. Kirsten. I got it. And he says, I got to call Kirsten. I mean, there's also that, that like... He didn't have closure. She took off. Right. So this is him working through, even sure. though he's like, there's no way I'm going to admit. She, okay, she's got feelings for me, Kirsten. Mm -hmm. I can't help that. Mm -hmm. I don't have feelings. I mean, I think he knows that inherently. I just think there is a piece of him that that is still feeling those feels and enjoys a little bit of connection. And this will hopefully give him, and it is giving him some closure on this relationship. And we also don't know what she's been doing all this time. She's He's a different person building a family. She's mm -hmm. been on the run all this time. Right. So she's living on the edge, bringing out the pot and the mm -hmm. tequila. And and he Can't does- Can't help herself from falling. He, he, de he did that a little bit with her. He went, he went down that path with her a little bit. And he's sneaking in and he's doing all those mm -hmm. things. So now- I think he's, he's like, yeah, this is getting to this be a little, little bit yeah. too much. Okay. A little much. A little much. Boundaries, people. It's time. Seth, it's time. Seth goes to get his boat back. <laughs> this has been it's been go, a bit modified. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he has the whole thing of like, oh, very Melville of you that you refer to it as <laughs> yeah. a she, the boat. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Moby Dick, yeah. Moby, and the, Moby Dick reference. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Okay. And he reveals shark's teeth and <laughs> the boat is now named... Gimme Sex. The Gimme Sex. Subtle. Very subtle. Was that, was that the only name for it? Uh, or how many names went through? I feel like through? this cracked the room up. I feel like there were some pitches <laughs> and, and trying to re remember, but uh, I, I'm sure it was like John Stevens leaning into like what was, that it's funny because it's the most obvious, you know? Yeah, right. But it could have been 
Bob is, D, yes. who knows? Who I don't believe that one came from me, but I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's pretty. What's yeah. not to enjoy? Pretty yeah. funny. Okay, Sandy calls Kirsten in the morning. She thinks he's cheating. He tells her he'll walk home if he has to. Do you think, does she think that? I mean, she's got, or she's thinking every, it's the next morning. I think she went to, she's got a hangover. She went to bed after scotch and, and cigars, right? Maybe she screened those calls. I could see her screening those calls for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'd be pissed. Are you kidding me? I was pissed when he said, I'm going to the funeral, whatever, dumping the ashes off the pier with one but of just the greatest, him and Rebecca. Way, one of the best bloopers we ever had. <laughs> I don't know if you guys talked about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the ashes fly. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, and in fact, in fact, we noticed that the actual, because you did it in the blooper, you see the ashes yeah. doing this. The, the cut or the scene that made the episode was ashes. just the ashes falling into the the lens. Right. So, because you couldn't, I don't know. Yeah, the wind. Uh, <laughs> wind was not to... their friend that day. Nope. No. <laughs> the sea was angry that day, my friends. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Kirsten's paying a heavy emotional toll. Yeah, that's why my note here was like, what is this doing to her? What is like stirring? And... No, I'm so pissed with her. There was one scene where I was like losing my mind. Maybe it was that when he leaves. He's like, I'll be back. And he actually leaves. It was Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, she so closes mad. the door. Oh, I was so mad. Yeah. All right. I I know. Marissa's bedroom, Julie shares that she experimented when she was Marissa's age. This is the Motley Crew Mm -hmm. Jaeger reference. Well, but she, so I like that Julie, she didn't overreact. Mm -hmm. She didn't judge. You're trying to be cool. She did say, She's definitely minimizing. Yeah, but she does share this, you know, it was a phase, Motley Crew Jaeger, but she does bring up, you know, it's Newport, you know, let's not, she doesn't, she doesn't want it to get out. Mm-hmm. Right, and then Marissa moves out. <laughs> so she she's... has her suitcase, and she tells Julie she's moving out. Hmm. Mm. And you kind of just stand there, which was shocking for Julie. What's she gonna do? What's she like, gonna what do? are you gonna do? Yeah. By the way, I think you stay dry this whole episode. I know. I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> well, there was I, I made up for it in the in season four with Willa at the and no anyway. Yep. It's coming up. That's I mean that's okay. that's later. On. I yep. love this scene with Seth. Sitting on the boat with Ryan, uh, because yeah. when he reveals okay. <laughs> that their exes their are dating, exes are dating now, and like the long moment of silence where the boys are just taking that in, pondering that, yeah. As Kirsten I walks laughed. in, yeah. like the yes. last person they want, yeah. Yep. And then Kirsten walks in to let them know that the results are back on the but DNA I, I test. I like that she walks in and says, uh, "Why uh, is there right. a boat?" Well, first of all, Seth says. Uh, they're no longer welcome in the red states. Right, right. So, so that was a thing that was happening. Now we kind of just, blue states and red states, it's just like uh, we take that for granted now. But that was a kind of a newer concept then that like was there's it? blue states wow. and red states. Yeah, that was kind of just entering the lexicon. It was wow. the era of George W. Bush. Ah. And um, who's yeah. that? But it shows how far <laughs> we've come from that. Have we come to that far? <laughs> well, uh, we wouldn't. Would you make uh, that comment about a um, lesbian couple? Would you say you couldn't? You're not welcome in the red states today. I don't think no, so. Well, I feel like Queer Eye when they relaunched, they're like, "We're turning the red states yeah. rainbow or something." Right. So it is still, yeah, whatever the quote is. Anyway, but um, yes. Yeah, so, so they make I mean, that it's a, comment. A dated reference, but also a window into the world. Yes. Right. And also, Seth. Uh, when Kirsten walks in and she's like, I'm not even going to ask why there's a boat in yeah. my living room. <laughs> yeah. right. And they're going to put it in the pool. How did they get it in there? <laughs> and they're going to put it yeah, in the how pool. How did they get it in we there? Don't, we, it doesn't matter. Well, they're bifold doors. There you go. It is See, a funny. I'm a writer now. <laughs> they turn the boat on its side. But uh, Seth refers to the boat as an objective correlative. He goes, yeah. Mom, this is an objective correlative. And that was like a big 
Bob DeLorenis term. He was always I don't even know what it means. So an objective correlative, <laughs> there's quite a few of them playing out throughout this episode. It is an object. It is something that has some symbolism or meaning uh, for the story. Okay. So, so the summer breeze is an objective correlative as it reminds, you know, as the romantic gesture for Seth and Summer. And then there's obviously the big one, which is what turns Summer, which is Captain Oates, is kind of the ultimate objective correlative in this episode when Summer sees the little kid yes. with the plastic pony. That is the kind of your textbook objective correlative. Anyway. Got it. Bob D. taught us all about objective correlatives. Uh, talked about it often in the room. And so it just went into the script. It's like, <laughs> it's what it is. Right. It's object, straight <laughs> like up objective it. correlative. I like it's it. It's a literary term. I'm sure Stephanie also knew what it was. <laughs> just not me. For sure. Okay. Seth calls Summer and asks for one last shot. Mm -hmm. When you're with him, is it so like this is when you're about had? to leave. I'm about to leave. Okay, so I'm about to leave. And then what do you forget? To the airport. And what do you forget? To the airport. What do you forget? I forget Princess Sparkle. So that's why you're back to take that call. Is it Princess Sparkle or Princess Sparkles? Singular. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was right. Can okay. I mention, though, that how much Zach is carrying? He's actually carrying her her luggage. Yes. And, and didn't, didn't Seth not do what? that? Oh, not carry her luggage? I mean, I, I don't anyway. know if he would have been physically capable of it. <laughs> <laughs> but later in the episode, when you, you know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but when you leave, I was like, did those bags are checked? How, like, right. what's happening? Oh, I had the, the same thought. What's happening to the 12 Of course, pieces? our, like, neurotic yeah. like, travel brain. They're going, yeah. to, they're going to Tuscany yeah, at this point. They're going to Tuscany. She doesn't even care at uh, this point. Yeah. What does Zach say about Samsonite? Is there, like, additional, I don't know, he had some funny line. But let's talk about your home phone. Oh, my God. Elegant. <laughs> Very elegant. <laughs> And a no phone, caller ID. A phone fit for a queen. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah, it was very... Kind of retro. The thing is, I mean, retro for like the 1930s. Yeah. I forgot about that phone. <laughs> it was very loud. Yeah. I was going to say Victorian, but that yeah, would have been a little too... So loud. is that what's happening here? Is He's calling me... Is Isn't this when I go scene? back for Princess Sparkle? Isn't that so it? You, you, okay. Yeah, you leave and yeah. you say, you got to go back. And, and I say, no. the phone rings like, and you, you're like, you don't get to ask me that mm -hmm. again. Yeah. And he's like, is it? And I'm like, I don't remember. It was so long ago. And you Which, clearly... Which, do we know, that's the most that's autobiographical line in the history of the show. <laughs> I thought that as well. But yeah. I can't remember. It was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. but your relationship with Ryan was more whatever oh, damn. Than... You're still salty that he sailed to Portland. I am still Port salty. That he sailed to Portland. Yes, he did. Little well, bitches on boats. The, we know, we mentioned in the last episode that you were start... It's taken this long for her to start to thaw out even from Girl that. Girl can hold a grudge. <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> you know, those resentments only hurt you. Honey. <laughs> well, <laughs> Super Bowl. Oh. God damn it. So here's the most... Uh, you know, it was an awkward scene on purpose. The um, Caleb, oh, yeah. Lindsay, yeah. Ryan, Kirsten, Renee all sitting waiting for... The, and the only scene with, with Alan Dale for this episode. Oh. Just sitting but there. But he looms over the whole episode. <laughs> right. <It's present. laughs> yes. But they're like, somebody say something and that like, oh, there's a... The oh, rain. Yeah, it's pretty rare. It's a lot of rain. A lot of rain. <laughs> and yeah. the doctor reveals that... It's a girl. It was a match. Okay. Congratulations. Oh, womp, he says, womp. I yeah. always knew. Did mm -hmm. he? Well, he did think it. He wasn't going to get the test, but Julie's the one that planted that whole thing. He's. We've noticed it, and I think it's... He's he's easily manipulated when people actually make sense yeah. or tell the truth. Interesting. He mm. he definitely looks to Sandy and mm -hmm. and Julie. You know she has yeah. some bit of influence from time to time. Love Allendale. Love, Love Allendale. Allendale. End of the road plays again. Uh oh, that's not good. <laughs> Seth is back in bed. Brian asks if Seth wants to join helping Lindsay move in with Caleb. Doesn't want to lift those suitcases. And here comes. <laughs> 
What does he say? He's going to stay inside. And, and there's a marathon of Sherman Oaks, the real valley. <laughs> and Ryan asks, what's that? And Seth explains that there's a reality show spinoff of the valley because why watch the fictional lives of characters or why watch the lives of fictional characters when you can watch real people in contrived situations or right. something like that. Um, which was a response to Laguna Beach, which had launched that year uh, as the real Orange County, <laughs> as the real version of our show. And I remember watching Laguna Beach and being like, oh, we did. Uh, I know. I remember I, you saying I, that. I had a lot of anxiety watching that show. Shocking. <laughs> but, but we find out that it was it was promoted to us or presented to us as a real show, but we found out later it was scripted. Well, yes. Obviously, right? people are making phone calls and somehow there's cameras at the other side yeah, of, and where the call's coming. Yeah, and there's angles, reverse angles and yeah, such. But even still, it was contrived situations, but those were real kids. They lived in Newport. They're real teenagers. It just felt real and it really freaked me out. It freaked me out. <laughs> that was the first... That was the <laughs> Which, first... Which, looking back on it, it was like, yeah, it was not probably a great use of my energy, but... Was that the first... Things were going too well. I had to sabotage it. Was that the first spinoff and then Real Housewives started? Yeah, Real Housewives came after that. After that. Yeah. Okay. Look what you did. I know. Look what you did. Didn't get a nickel. (laughs) I know. As we found out in Oscar (sighs) at the Crown, right? That musical. Oh, yeah. Sandy and Rebecca drive in the car. (laughs) What? There there was a musical. We'll talk to you about it. Ask Steve Schwartz. He's the only one that actually listens to every podcast. Okay. Hi, she. <laughs> she tries. Okay, so Sandy and Rebecca. What drive. about Honey? Honey's listening right alongside. Honey, us. well, Steve's very vocal about the episodes. Well, Steve's Honey, vocal. I appreciate Steve's you. Vocal in, gen- in general. Yes. yes okay. True. Sandy and Rebecca driving his car, and it's raining. And Sandy, but Sandy's finally a little frustrated and a little. Feisty. He wants to get back to his family. He's done with this. He gets it. And he and oh, and he's, he's yelling woke. at the traffic. He's yelling at people. Can't drive in this rain. He well, swerves. That's what he's a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker. He gets that's it. He's true. like, what the hell's yes, wrong with these this people? Is weather. Yeah. But she brings. She starts talking about. Should we talk about it? Last and night, he's like, the kid. I yeah. have a family. Right. Yeah. Which I'm like, finally. <laughs> no, I mean, he called. He got up and left <laughs> to call Kirsten and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens? He swerves off the road. Down yeah. goes the. I think he's in a BMW. Dan yep. goes the Beamer mm-hmm. into the woods. Ah, and then we go to a break. Of course. Because, yeah. Naturally, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I mean, there are commercials. Right. There are. And what happens? Well, a trucker has called the cops because they went off the road. Yeah, and he's doing his duty as a... He know, is. That was the right good, thing to good do. Samaritan. That's good what you Samaritan, should do. Good Samaritan, absolutely. And, and Rebecca Re- just absconds into the rain. Into the rain. She just goes into the mist. Yeah. I just had this vision of like Rebecca living like Nell. Remember Jodie Foster? <laughs> yeah. And Nell, she's just like... Rebecca's just living in the woods like Mbe, Chickabe, you know, just living out there and... And uh, maybe we pick her up 20 years later. And That's just, really funny. Just subsisting yeah. off yeah. Wood, wood chips and squirrels. Well, yeah. and it's it's funny <laughs> that as persistent and dogged as Sandy has been, that he just stands there and watches her walk up yeah, the, he's the like, slope. Yep, and I he's can't. like, he literally goes, that's it. She's yeah. right. Yeah. The 911's coming. They're going to say, gonna who are you? What's going on? The FBI. Uh, yeah. His car's in a ditch. It's not like right. he can give her a lift somewhere. Nope. Got to let so her go. All right, she goes. off she goes. <laughs> <laughs> Torrential <laughs> downpour in a to forest. To go live off the land. Yeah. <laughs> where do we shoot this? Live in a tree. I was trying to remember where we shot this. I was not uh, on set for this particular scene. Um, so I, I can't I tell you. Let's go. Can we phone a friend? You're like a gizmo. You can't be in the rain. No, I can't. I start, <laughs> little Josh is just start it, popping <laughs> off of me. Let's go, to, I know, let's go to the airport because I know where this was. We turned like the commissary or mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. was on stage mm-hmm. into the airport. In Manhattan Beach at Raleigh Studios. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. 
Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that. Whenever we did an airport, this. but That's well, we did except it. when Anna left in season one, we went to an Long, airport. You did, yeah. 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 I was not there. You were there. No, I was not. You weren't there for Anna's goodbye. You're right. No. Okay, you're right. It was just right. Seth and give, Anna's you're moment. Right, you're right. You're right. Thank but you. Summer just infused. <laughs> I'm just the there scene. though. You're there. <laughs> yes, always. Um, and Summer's with Zach's family. Yeah, now we get to see the sister. And we get to see the alienating severe sister. <laughs> yeah, needs Again. a Xanax. Who needs a Xanax? Yeah. You want like, a magazine? She's like Xanax. <laughs> I know, Xanax. I'm and like, then, in touch, Us Weekly? <laughs> by the way, RIP, all those titles. I know. The print version, anyway. The print version. Yeah. yeah. It was a very big time for magazines. It was. Being on set with all of you those and the big, gossip ones. You know what ones? the biggest magazine of that time was? Don't say it. Rolling Stone. God damn it, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't even know where to look. Oh, there's the camera. Schwartz. Rolling Stone. Um, <laughs> oh, God damn it. But, uh... Yep. Okay. Well, but wait, what magazine what? does the mom ask for? She's like the an economist. economist. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking yeah. about Botticelli, Botticelli or whatever. Oh, Botticelli. You said, I love his early I love his early work, the comedies. The comedies <laughs> which is what people used to say about, you know, Woody Allen's movies. Right. Or Woody Allen would say, but yeah, anyway, it was definitely it. Anyway, yeah. A dated reference? <laughs> no, but it's funny. It is funny. But but I feel like Summer rings. knew she was being funny in that moment. I think so because it, we reveal that Summer actually is. Is a super genius. Yeah. But also, um, <laughs> but also her reaction to it, like, I don't really know who Botticelli is, so I'm going to throw out this right, joke yeah. of like, uh, like his earlier works, the yeah. comedies. I like Summer. Great. I do too. <laughs> who doesn't love Summer? Uh, her phone rings. And mm-hmm. it's Cohen. And that picture, the graphic pops, pops up. Pops up, five, 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 five. Which Zach sees. Mm-hmm. He does see, right? He sees it. And I, by the way, I like Zach's reaction to Summer. Like even when she's doing that and the, like, oh, the earlier with the work comedies, like he's just like smiling. Yeah, he's just everything. Looking. He's just delighted by her. <laughs> yeah. He is delighted. He's She'll be okay. doting on her. Yes. And then she says, I got to go back. I can't do this. Yeah, well, she doesn't say that yet, but yes, yeah. oh, that is did what I get ahead of myself? Sorry. You did, because Al- Marissa's unpacking in oh, Alex's, right. and there's no more room in the closet, and all the reality kind of sets in. Like, right, oh, she's got to do dishes, and trash. Can you take out the trash, yeah. and all these things. Definitely a first for her on all the Definitely all a first. Yeah. And then she's well, like, well, walk me to work. I like walking in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, I, at first I thought, well, she did live with Jimmy. They were living kind of, you know, simplistically, but she wasn't no, no. necessarily paying the she rent. She was not and doing, paying taking rent, out taking the trash. out the trash. Yeah. It's only that much. Reality bites, so... Lindsay's packing, mm-hmm. but then she tells Ryan she's packing, but not to go to Caleb's. She is going to Chicago with her mother. The deep dish pizza beckons. Listen, I get like it. A beacon. And the popcorn from Chicago, the cheese and oh. caramel. Oh. It's the Chicago mix. First time I ever had it was in Chicago. What about he brings one of yours? He brings, uh, he puts one of yours in the hospital. You put one of his in the morgue. What? You bring a knife, you bring a gun. That's the Chicago way. Sean Connery, Untouchables, nobody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. my brother would be all yeah, over that. All I right. love that movie. Okay, so Ben in this By scene. Way, Zach. Named after Zach. From the Untouchables? No. From 2022. <laughs> it was a flash forward and then... Anyway, all right. Go okay, ahead. we don't go there around here. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I just barely got that. Trying to keep up with you two. Anyway. Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah. You're the one keeping... The, unlike Sandy, you're keeping this car out of off the ditch. All right. Yeah. So, no, but this was yeah. um, giving some props to Ben here yeah. because this is where such, um, you know, the body keeps the score, man. The trauma of mm-hmm. everyone leaves. I, I love his performance and that he was so committed to her. I I buy that he loved, he mm-hmm. really likes her and she's like, I gotta go. And he's he doesn't try to talk her out of it and he does this over-the-shoulder hug and his face just drops. I know. And it's like, everyone leaves me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so sad. I think he really so, liked Lindsay. But he, he did really like Lindsay. 
he liked being able to be smart with her and that she was, yeah. you know, but also she's like, it's, you know, she, my, I gotta go. That's my family. She's going with her mom. And like Ryan, everyone and understands somebody that. who lost his family, Ryan obviously understands, understands the value of that. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, the whole, the whole experience of this penis, you know, just the, the entire story of Lindsay and her mom hasn't been that successful of one. You know, just the drama of all of it. Just when you think you're going to get involved with all these mm-hmm. families and, and egos and such. I can understand her wanting to leave. Now, yes. my other question for you is, yeah. was there a sto- was there a world where Lindsay stayed on? Or how, do you know when you start a character? And Well, you always leave the door open, mm-hmm. case in point, you two. Um, <laughs> you know, not starting a series regular, becoming series regulars. Um, I... You know, so you you start with it, it built as an arc, and then you kind of feel it out and see how it goes. And I think the feeling was we had kind of explored that side of Ryan. We had seen, you know, him in a kind of more normal relationship with somebody who was, you know, that was the pitch of like, she's bookish, she plays the oboe. It's like the anti-Marissa right. uh, in a lot of ways. Um, and I think we just felt like we had, we had kind of had that experience and told that story. Right. Yeah. Right, right. I have another question. Why does the trope of characters always like sacrificing love and they're leaving town or they're going to an airport and it always seems to work in, it always works. in television and <laughs> film. It always works. Because it's like she's just going to Italy, but it works for, you know, yeah. she's coming back. I mean, uh, it's just a dramatic, you know, it's People a, there's, like the a, drama. there's a clear choice. You yeah. know, you get on the plane, you're gone. You right. turn, you run, you're Jerry maguire down the it's, corridor. You're, <laughs> there's you a know. lot of finality to it, even if yeah. you're just going like, so, like, um, and so goes to Philadelphia and it's not like... Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I was curious. All right. Now, that. Seth, here we go. Seth's in the living room trying to watch TV, but the satellite is out. Yeah. That, that happens. That does happen. When you it have does a satellite. Yeah. Now, I used to have them. Do you go on the roof and no, that's going to do something? That's insane. But <laughs> it was, he was like, why is God deprived? This is one simple pleasure. Yes. I will not be denied. And he says... This I can fix. So here's a guy who feels powerless, who feels like he's right. lost summer. Sometimes if you can just make the freaking TV work. <laughs> That's like you and your play and the audio. And if yes, you can just get the sound issues. If working, I could just get the music to play. That's and, your yeah. wheelhouse. <laughs> wheelhouse it might be, yeah, but it's definitely, I'm cursed. So, you know, he's going to go fix it. He's got his mask. Yes. He's got... He's got, he's ready to go. He's, he's getting got his rope. trusty rope. Yeah. And now I believe the Matt Pond... PA cover of Shampoo and Supernova has well, started or not yet? But we didn't talk about Zach telling Summer. Well, yeah, yeah, it might no, be playing under this scene. I think it scene. might start under this scene, but I could be wrong. So could Zach is telling Summer that his sister's <laughs> flipping out. Could she talk to him? You know, she wants a, she needs a Xanax. She has anxiety. Right. The like, flight's delayed. Okay. All these signs. He brings up signs. He brings up signs. There's signs all over the place in this episode, yeah. There are. And what does Summer see? The What is the word The Bob D? The objective correlative. Thank you. Yeah. And looks down and the little boy, I remember this little boy. Yeah. Of course, they had to cast a little curly-haired, brown-haired. We did. Haired, we were like, know. we need to find a little Seth. We need to find a little Seth. He was yeah. a very sweet little young man. He's probably like oh 30 God. now. <laughs> I mean, it's probably CG's age. Yeah. Right? At the time. No, he's maybe a little Older. Older. Yeah. CG was... Like three or four. This kid well, was at least no. six or seven. It's the same age of the year. So she would have been, if this is 2004, oh, so she was, four. Okay. She was four. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He was a little older. Okay. Anyway, and she sees and he's playing with what looks like a little Captain Oaks. Shout out to that kid. We should find out who it was. We he should. had a line. He's got a credit. He does have a yeah. line. We should track right. him down. We can. Traffic producer should track him Diana, down. Diana, we need to do that. <laughs> Diana has just pulled up Max Burkholder. Bur- wow. How old is he? He's working, man. Let's see. Born in 1997. 
Who can do math fast? Not I, said the fly. Seven years old. He would have been like seven. But how old is he now? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> 22. So he's 29. He's 29? Right? No. All of us. Is that right? 26. 26. Oh my God. Wow, we're great. I tried to do it on a calculator, but it doesn't work with you. I would have been right. It's 2022. How scary is that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 26. So he's 25. He hasn't turned 26 yet. Oh my. He's cute. Yeah, and he's working. Good for Max. Parenthood. Wow. Okay. Shout out to Max. Shout out to Max Burkholder. So Summer sees this little boy. Yeah. Of course, reminds her of him. Well, he's got the plastic horse. Yeah, the plastic horse horse and everything. And by the way, Captain Oates is sitting... Is he playing on comic books? Because that would (laughs) just be... No, that would have been... That's too on the nose. But if you remember when Seth's sitting on the couch... They are comic books. When Seth... Oh, it is. Okay, well, we're we're not afraid (laughs) to be on the nose. But when Seth is sitting on the couch and the satellite goes out, he's got Captain Oates next to him. Yeah. And Michael Fresco just got that little lingering shot of Captain Oates before... Right. Before he walked off. Summer obviously went back to pack Princess Sparkle before she left. Yep. yep, all of these... Uh, all of these things. Things. All so, these yeah. horses. And so... You that, have a little tear in your eye. I do. have a tear that's <laughs> welling up. But it, it Did was Joni put that in? Was that no, like a drop, that was all uh, me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Through craft. In the middle of a scene, they can't run in and blow menthol in your eye. Through craft. Through craft. <laughs> wow, the only well time. Done. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's saying she can't do it. And Zach says, truth be told, I didn't think you'd make it past security. Can't fight fate. But you know, the look on his face is, it's the one time I really see a lot of pain actually in Zach's face where he kind of goes, Ugh. So Zach and they kiss and Zach, you know, like the best guy ever. I mean. And it was a nice kiss. You gave him a little parting I, gift. I did. And I wipe his little mouth. Did you slip him a little something extra on your way out the door? There's no, no tongue in there's television. No no, okay. But he was, well, he was hurt though. I could, he's, no, he course. does this look and he actually, he, he so clocks sad. the boy. He clocks the boy, comes back, but he does that. It's okay. You know, it's, he says the mature thing, but he's still He's very pain. mature for high school. Yeah. So now Champagne Supernova starts. Okay. This is where it starts. And Begins a bus to play. pulls it, it up. It starts, it kind of starts in the... the you see the under, rain again. Under the end of that, the end of that scene. End we of that to hear scene. The, we start to hear the music, yeah. <laughs> but we'd had We're artists covering... Here you know, songs. Right. And uh, we'd had Ryan Adams, which we did not, uh, we didn't, that wasn't like our... Wonderwall. Yeah. So Ryan Adams had done Wonderwall Mm -hmm. and that was great and worked well in in the show. So then we actually reached out to Matt Pond, PA, whose music we had used throughout the show and asked them to cover Champagne Supernova for us. Got it. So Matt Pond, PA did and it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, And we're going to... The Spider-Man was from the, the Spider- first movie. The first yeah. tril- in the, the first trilogy. Movie, yeah. uh, a bus pulls up with Sandy on it. Kirsten's waiting with an umbrella. She looks great, by the way. Just her outfit, her little rain. She has an umbrella. Always looks great. Yeah. Lucky. She says, is it over? Well, she's first, she never says, started. Yeah. Which is a great line. But she yeah. goes, you took a bus. Right. That's like a big deal in California, isn't it? Well, yeah. that, that you for, take a bus. That well, meant, I think that it's a big deal for them. For them. For, because for them. We, a lot of people take the bus. A lot but, of people yeah. take the bus. I don't know. But it's not, like, I'm like... Sandy and Kirsten probably not normally right. taking mass transit. But he did. He did to get to her. Yeah. And it never started. I feel like that was a Pierre Gallagher line. I it like sounds very it sounds Pierre like Gallagher. Something he would have, it sounds like something he would have pitched as the line. Oh, of really? I, I agree. Yeah. Do you think Kirsten thought, when she says, is it over, mm-hmm. was she talking about an affair or is she talking about just the, the whole, whole... Whatever it was. Whole it's a, whatever whatever yeah. it was, just okay. is it over? Is it over? Yeah. Okay, and they kiss. But the emotional damage is there. Mm-hmm. Seth climbs on the roof <laughs> with his Spider-Man mask <laughs> yep. on. 
He does a nice slip knot, you know, to secure mm-hmm. it in case he falls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stunt. Was, thank God he did. Obviously, I love his off-camera scream as yeah. he falls off the side. <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing. Yeah, it was very. How funny. much was this? Was how much was a stuntman? Uh, uh, all of it. All on the of roof. it. I mean, that's where your Spider-Man mask comes in handy. That you can't tell it's a stuntman. Although I remember, you can tell by the butt. Well, anyway, but because <laughs> <laughs> he had one, the stuntman had one. Yes. Sorry, thank God. Uh, <laughs> so, so I do remember that Brody was not <laughs> having the greatest time of his life, hanging upside down for it a was, long period of time. Yeah, it, it was, was awful. It was terrible. It was it was physically challenging in a yeah. It, it was, was pouring rain inside on the set. And all the blood's rushing to his head. All the blood upside. and he's hanging upside down. And all the water is going you. up his nose. Yeah, the whole thing was a disaster for Let him. me just tell everybody, kissing upside down is incredibly awkward, not romantic. Yeah. Wet. Well, I remember the taste of the makeup washing like into his <laughs> mouth gosh. from the rainwater. I can still taste it. It was like, <laughs> do you know this, what you're I saying? I read an interview with Kirsten Dunst and she said the exact really? same thing. They said it was uncomfortable. The water's going up the nose. I'm glad there I had nothing... read that before we did this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to no, make them it, do that. Yeah. She said it was an identical hmm. experience. So Yeah. And it was so wet on the sounds. It was just all awkward and uncomfortable. It was a lot of water. We may have done permanent water damage to that I'm stage. Sure, how I'm could not we sure. not have? Oh, really? Yeah. But it was a big moment. People still talk about the Spider-Man kiss. Yeah. Right. From the movie so long, we're not and done. the show. We're not yeah. even there yet. Oh, well, sorry. What? We kind of jumped ahead, yeah. but as he climbs... Oh, sorry. ...and <clears throat> he falls, mm-hmm. then we have Marissa walking Alex to work, to which is very shop. sweet, yep. to the bait shop. And she says, nope, I'm going to go back. Dishes aren't going to wash themselves. themselves. Yeah. She's right. in it. Mm-hmm. She's in it. She's in it. But then... The pier has once she again captured an, a, soul, a sad soul. <laughs> a lot of things happen on that pier. Yeah. And she sees of... him in shock, essentially. Yeah. Just standing there. Just crying. He's crying. Well. Is it rain or, or is it tears? Rain. He's just staring off into the middle distance. He's I very think, upset. And she's like, are you okay? He... No, I'm great. Yeah, to stand in the middle of a monsoon and stare yeah. off into the horizon. Right, yeah. but it was sweet. It was sweet. I, she put her, I, yeah. What? I was emotional. Oh, it was. It was she very sweet. She puts her sweet. arm around him. She does. I mean, yeah, it was a nice moment. I know. It made it was, me miss Marissa and Ryan. Yeah. Was but that the was intention? Also, yeah. Marissa and Ryan get back together. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this was this was the first time. It was really nice to see them yes. together. Yes. 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 Specifically, it, yeah. even I, though it makes you realize you miss it, and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's now, I just feel like um, Marissa's in a in a, I don't know, more humble or just experiencing life. Whatever part of her life she's going she's through, where she place. can have that empathy. Yes. she's always had that empathy, but circumstances have made her kind of have to be a survivor. And when you're a survivor, it's like how how do I take care of myself? But she's kind of in this place where she can really be there for somebody. And also just never knowing how Ryan's going to react to her and what their chemistry yeah. is. Is it going to yeah. be combustible or nice? Or, you know, I feel like the gesture for her to put her arm around him is a little bit like, I don't know how he's going to respond to this. But right. he but needs he needs someone to... He doesn't hit her. He doesn't smack it away. <laughs> no. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Because remember, we commented on when he thought he lost Lindsay, he really came after her. Yeah. And, it yeah. Was, and she's like, that's I right. just want to be okay and he's got he you could see that he had some resentments and anger towards mm-hmm. her so that's, that's a, a brave gesture for her in that moment yes yeah. good point I'm glad you're here <laughs> I, do what, I do what I can <laughs> <laughs> okay now Summer takes a cab to Seth's 
She has left the airport. No purse, <laughs> no luggage. No, she leaves it all in the cab. <laughs> Seven pieces of Samsonite luggage on their way gone. to Italy. Yeah. yeah. Tuscany, you're welcome. The sole bridesmaid has abandoned the wedding. <laughs> you're wet now. You're, now, oh, yes. now you're wet. Yes, I remember it well because I was inside <laughs> wet. It's just open the door. Knocks on the door and opens it. Call in, leave the door. I leave the door open, by the way, also. The door was also unlocked. So, you yes. know. Yeah, all the things. These, yeah. Once you get past the gate, yes. why do you need to lock you know, the door? I need to lock yeah. the door. Yeah. Right. She's calling for, and then she hears, help, or, you know. Summer? Or, or yeah. I don't know what he's, yeah, he's yeah. yelling. And then. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing here, Summer? Oh, right, because I go outside and I see him hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah. In he's his like, Spider-Man what mask. what are you doing here? What are you doing here, Summer? What do you think, Cohen? And she kisses him. And then the very. You know what? I remember in the moment, I was like, is that the best? I, I remember feeling like I didn't quite nail that last line. line. Like, but watching it, I felt like it, it worked. What well, do you think? I think you may, are you talking about my performance? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe you sold it. <laughs> Maybe. Well, the very last shot is a wide. You could have yeah. done a joke. I know, but it felt like. It was more sentimental. Yeah. It needed that champagne yeah. supernova. Mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty, I, I don't think it's a redo. I think we stick with it. <laughs> because, and but also... The, yeah, if you could redo it today, <laughs> what would thing, you change? I, the only thing I was thinking was if, uh, the line. I Any thought of the it. line lurked. I feel like you pull back and you see the gimme sex in the pool. Would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, that would have been funny. But, right. Oh, well. Whatever. But I don't, I, I don't but know I, that we had the technology for that. I could <laughs> I could just imagine. I, I don't see think you it there. fit in the pool. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. I see you there and the rain's pouring. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, how long did they keep up the actual kiss where he couldn't breathe and you're it's, yeah. it looked like a long time he was like cho- like had to hold his breath like choking yeah <laughs> it was all bad sorry sorry adam sorry <laughs> but i will say after this episode aired i got a call like the next day from this guy named avi arad and avi arad was like a big deal in the toy business and then he was uh, a, a producer for marvel films like in its early days and he produced the Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. the original Spider-Man movies. And he called me and I was like, hello? And <laughs> am I going to get sued? Like, what's <laughs> happening here? And he loved it. And he me, invited me to his office and I came in and I met him because he worked in the toy business. He had known my dad. And so anyway, he was really nice and really complimentary. And he was like, the calls that they got about, like, it was cool that the people who made Spider-Man right. thought it was That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And then he offered me um, an opportunity to write the Bratz movie. Oh. Yeah, what happened to that? I didn't, wasn't, oh. I didn't really know what, the, you know, it was not my demographic. It wasn't your, yeah, yeah. Right. got it, but got, anyway, got it. But it was really That's nice. So cool. It was super cool to meet him. That's awesome. Couldn't have been cooler about it. And it really made it feel like, oh, this made it, this made well, it. Well, well done. And also, well done for us too. Yes. To, well, to that everyone. is the rainy day women. Yeah. Hey, one more thing. Yeah. I noticed, did you, I mean, this was, did you start writing more scenes for Kelly and me after this? That were because we, this is the first time I feel like they I was going to say this has kind of put you guys on the path for your uh, for your for your dating app. Your right. dating for your site. dating your dating app. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. god! Just watch the show. Uh, well, that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm here. Okay, so that's the end of um, the recap of the rainy day women. Only three voicemails. Only three voicemails that we have for Josh Schwartz. Josh Schwartz. Well, we CG only Bate. pick three. Oh, got it. There were more. Okay. There were plenty. there were four. I mean, I left seven, <laughs> so I know there was more. <laughs> I have called in before. Yes, you have. We've played it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Very convincing. Hi, Josh. I'm Francesco. I'm 29, and I've been following you from Rome. I've loved the sea since I was little. Oh. My question for the episode is, what would have happened if Summer had gone to Italy with Zach and <laughs> not returned to Suset? 
Thanks and congratulations. Oh, yeah. What well, was his name again? Francesco. Fran- I Francesco. Think? I think she would have gotten to Italy and met a man named Francesco. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well that would have been it. And that would have been it. I don't see Summer backpacking through Europe. No. Something would have happened. She yeah. would have been on a plane back. For sure. Or she would have been sure. like, I'm using my dad's credit card and we're staying. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think it would have been a successful uh, trip. No, but it does seem like Zach is more than willing to adhere to her demands. Definitely want to, yeah. I mean, also like the family was staying at a hostel. It was unclear. But... No, that was us going on after the oh, wedding. afterwards, afterwards, right. I, at least I think. Yeah, got it. That post, would make more sense. wedding a little bit. <laughs> While we're here, let's go backpack. Yeah, By the course. way, when I was 17, I went to Italy and we did stay in hostels and I should have had a backpack, but I had a little rolly bag and it didn't work on the cobblestone streets. So, yeah. So, yeah. Backpacks are the way to go. Yeah. I feel like backpacking <laughs> through Europe, like after college or after high school, that was definitely a thing. It I don't was. Know, I'm not sure if it's still a thing. I don't know. That's a question in this world today. Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. It's Better really than co- my dad sending me to camp with a trunk because he said that's what all the kids do when they go to camp. <laughs> they do. That's in what you the do. 60s, maybe. I had a trunk when I went to Camp Co. In the 90s. No, in, in- no kids had. I was the only kid. I was like Troop Beverly Hills in the parking lot <laughs> with a turquoise trunk with gold hardware. I feel like that was Prince Charles in the crown. <laughs> like at the, turn at of the, the boarding center. school, yeah. 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 Anyway. I, had a tr- I feel like you got it. It's sturdy. You had a trunk? I'm with Danny on this one. Yeah, you got to have a sturdy trunk. There's a lot of weather at camp. No Yay. other kid had a trunk. Well, camp. You're unique. Lakota. You don't want to be unique when you're a kid. Okay, True. next next question. <laughs> next voicemail. Hi, Rachel. I'm Mindy. Um, just love the podcast so much. Um, and it's quite funny hearing what you said, Mindy, about re-watching the show a couple of times or watching with subtitles. I actually remember I used to do that. It's kind of interesting how all the characters, you know, that aren't the kind of core four move in and out quite quickly. And I wonder if you thought that the OC would maybe have more longevity if the characters stayed around for longer, you know, like, but in like 90210, they stick around and they end up dating each other a bit more. I would have loved to have seen a bit more from Luke and Anna, like if they'd have dated or something, or if Lindsay and Zach stuck around, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, there'd be a thing going on there. Um, I kind of feel like rewatching it, the program was just obsessed with kind of trying to keep the core four intact. Anyway, love what you're doing. And thank you so much. Totally fair. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like keeping Luke around, Summer and Luke is a thing, or Seth and Marissa dating each other, or... What? <laughs> there's just different <laughs> possibilities that we could have played with that we chose not to. And instead, we had this kind of revolving door as we got into season two. And, you know, and then obviously season three, there's a whole other public school side of things. Mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, I think, I think that probably we could have milked that, stretched that stuff out, repurposed people together in a way that would have, um, would have been fun. But Summer and Ryan. Summer and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Throwing that out there. Well, now. <laughs> yes. Get Ben to do the reboot and that could be the storyline. Well, Ben, <laughs> you're not listening. Kid, we just want, I 15, think he is we, listening. <laughs> we just want 15 minutes. All right. Thank you for your voicemail. Thank you. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Melinda. Hey, Schwartz. Schwartz. Um, Josh Schwartz. I can't believe I just said that. Like, I know you. Um, I feel like since you guys have been on the podcast so much, you guys are doing such a great job. And we've seen Schwartz a couple of times that Schwartz. he's just one of us. Anyways, my question is, <laughs> did you know that Rachel and Adam were dating? At, at what point did you know? And did hmm. it change the way you wrote any of the episodes? Love you guys. Continue doing what you're doing. You guys are killing it. 
Hmm, you Aww. guys are killing it. <laughs> I like him on a last name only basis with her. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were all pretty close back then. I don't feel you like... You definitely you, knew we were dating. Yeah, I don't know if we knew like day one. Did you guys try to keep it quiet? I've hidden? I don't you know. Are, what am I asking? <laughs> um, but it didn't change how we wrote the story. I don't, I don't, it was always anyway. the story. Well, the story was a story. Yeah, we didn't really write that you guys were together because you were together. Right. It's like we were together life because imitating the characters art, were imitating together. <laughs> life, imitating, yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. All right. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Torture. Wait, don't look. You then you're oh, not gonna not, okay. you don't look I, at the screen. I didn't know. Oh. Fuck. Well Jesus. then it won't be rapid fire. You'll know all the answers. No rain or champagne supernova. No rain. End of road or Motown Philly. I mean, we sang Motown Philly tonight. So, <laughs> so you gotta go Motown. <laughs> Ding dongs or cheese sticks? Ding dongs. Schmear or spread? Schmear. Spider Man or Batman? Spider Man. Favorite love song? Ooh. <laughs> Uh, don't think twice. It's all right. Bob Dylan. Okay. It's more of a breakup song, but... Well, it still counts. Yeah. Favorite bagel? Everything. Hmm. Kanye or Pete Davidson? Pete. <laughs> <laughs> bicycle or motorcycle? For myself? Strictly bicycle. I would die on a motorcycle. <laughs> that was great. Okay. Thank you, Josh Schwartz. Thank you, Josh Schwartz. I don't, know, I don't, know, when, I don't know when I'll see you guys again. <laughs> I, I know, know you're right? off to go shoot. A I'm new off to go. Show. Where are you shooting? We're shooting in New York. Are you allowed okay. to say what you're shooting and Stephanie promote and I, it? Yeah, Stephanie and I are going to go shoot uh, a show for Apple called City on Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, edited first episode edited by Matt Ramsey, who edited this episode. Oh, nice. Also, Jeff Granzow is one of our editors who edited many of the episodes of the show. So awesome. We used Jeff Granzow's name in the fourth season. Because I true. remember I couldn't say it. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always so wonderful. I wish we could have your um, your memories for every episode because you just Rachel gave us a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we got it. We got a lot. I'm, it's good to we know did. about the Super Bowl. And, God, no, and milk. it's not good to know about the Super Bowl because I'm going to be like <laughs> ruminating on this freaking Rolling Stone. <sighs> God damn it. You can, only, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him do a Pepsi commercial, as they say. Wow. Yeah. You can't lead a horse to Pepsi. Nope. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to watch us, check it out on YouTube. I love YouTube. <laughs> I love YouTube. I love you. Bye, bitches. Bye. Hi, everyone. It's Rabia Chaudhry. And I'm Ellen Marsh. And we have a new podcast called Rabia and Ellen Solve, Solve the, case. the Case. As you know, I am a very smart lawyer. You are. You're so well-respected in the entire world. You know everything. Thank you so much. And as you know, I am a famous Broadway star. Gorgeous. I sing like a nightingale. Well, yes. at least that's what your mom says. <laughs> Just kidding. This is Ellen Marsh. And, and I'm Robbie Chaudhry. But we are teaming up to bring you a show like you have never heard before. True crime meets talk show. Nobody's done it. We're going to do it. We're going to do the impossible. And it's the two things that I love. Ellen, I think you'll like it too. What? True crime and talking? Yeah. I'm there. Every other week, we will have a guest talking about whatever true crime case they are obsessed with. We have a list. Everything from... 
the Lacey Peterson murder. Yeah, some of the most famous cases you've ever heard of, obviously, like John Benet Ramsey, the West Memphis Three, Chris Watts, Khalif Browder, Elisa Lam, Madeline McCain, Sandra Bland, the Springfield Three, the list goes on and on. But they are all cases that you know, and we are going to dive in deep with someone else and just talk about them. No. We're going to solve the case, Ellen. That's right. We're going to solve the case. So subscribe to Rabia and Ellen Solve the Case wherever you get your podcasts. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.